Let's get to this business of spending on contractors and consultants. Nearly a billion in the past financial year. Public Service Minister Chris Hipkins admits he'd like it to be a bit less of a deal. Our chief political reporter Jason Walls has done all the work. Good morning, Jason. Good morning. Why does the government need contractors, consultants? Doesn't it have an army of staff already? Yeah, well, if you look at the figures, the amount of people in the public sector is already at an all-time high. So taking that in conjunction with the amount that they're spending on consultants and contractors, you have a number of people probably scratching their head about this, saying, doesn't the government already have enough employees to get this job done? However, that appears not to be the case with spending all this money on these consultants and contractors. Now, a lot of that is to be expected, for example, um, in IT um, and building and things like that. That's quite run-of-the-mill. However, if you dig into the details, as I have done in this investigation that took me the better part of three or four months, you find a few other questions that are raised when looking into the figures, like why does the government need to spend so much money on consultants for official information requests and um, things like that? So uh, these numbers will have a lot of people scratching their head and thinking, yowch, that's a lot of money. Recruitment seems to be one area where a lot of money is going. Why is that? Well, the government has argued that they need the right people for the right jobs. And I think a lot of people listening to this who have uh, their own businesses or work in larger firms might be able to understand that. But Chris Hipkins himself um, himself has told me that they want to be moving away from spending so much money on um, consultants for recruitment. So these are companies that go out and find people and charge a a bit of a fee for placing them in the right place. A bit of a fee? A bit of a fee, yeah. Quite a lot of a fee, it would look like. How do they justify these charges? Well, that's a good question, and I I would have liked to put it to a lot of the companies that I found out that that were um, getting a lot of money, but unfortunately they were just more either not wanting to comment or just saying we're a proud partner of New Zealanders, uh, Robert Walters, who is probably the government's preferred supplier from the the information I've been able to un- uncover. Um, but, th- yeah, it's just, I mean, I'll tell you what, I was looking at these numbers thinking, yeah, well, well if this just... journalism thing doesn't work out, I think I might go into consulting. <laughs> does the pandemic explain any of this? I think it does. And if you look at health, for example, they're a big one. And in their response to me, the government said that this was one of the main reasons that the health um, the Ministry of Health spent so much money, and that's to be expected. I mean, New Zealand, whatever way you cut it, has had a world-leading response to this pandemic. And I think a lot of that has to do with the private sector getting involved as well. And I don't think anybody would really come up against that. But, you know, you look at how much health is spending compared to, like, um, the Department of Conservation or the um, Ministry of the Environment. It's almost on par. And you think to yourself, in a year that we've had the a pandemic that we've had such a good response to, why is health spending as much on contractors as some of these other smaller departments? The government has said, well, this is partly Nationals' fault because they put a cap on the core public service. Does that wash? Well, in a, in a way. So a bit of context to this. Um, National basically, when they were in government, said we we're going to limit the amount of people that um, we have in the, the, um, the public sector because, you know, they want you know, it's their mantra, have smaller government. And because of that, that created a culture of reliance on contractors and consultants. So if you couldn't employ someone for the job, you just hire somebody for a couple of months to do it. So there is that argument. and You do kind of understand that. However, the number has grown from 2017 when or 2018 when this um, policy was put in place. It is, I'll admit, down 
on last year, but at um, $949 million. It's still an astronomical figure. That's uh, Jason Wars, Newstalk Zebby, Chief Political Reporter. You can read a lot more of that. It's in the Herald and uh, online as well at the Herald website today.